Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray and I talk all about night number one of the WWE draft. And of course, the big news that the New Day have now been split up. That's right. Your SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Kofi and Xavier Woods, have been moved to Monday Night Raw, and Big E is on SmackDown. Also, we get into my power rankings, my top five performers of the last week in pro wrestling, and it's all over the world of pro wrestling. We have AEW, we have WWE, we have some of the G1 tournament goes on in my power rankings, as well as the collective the best and the greatest in the world of indie wrestling all reflected on my power rankings this week. We get into all of it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. I have a feeling that this might work out, Bully, for Big E in the long run because if you go back and watch SmackDown again, Big E had a fantastic Falls Count Anywhere match with Sheamus. And then when that match was over, he's in the back and Xavier Woods and Kofi show up and they're, you know, they're talking about the team of the New Day and they're talking about going after the tag titles. And it seemed like Big E was just a smidge annoyed by all the noise that was coming from Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. And now we see the breakup with Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston moving over to the Raw brand. Big E sticking and staying on SmackDown. And maybe this is where, Bully, we get the big single championship run from Big E. Traditionally, when teams break up, you see one guy flourish and the other guy kind of fall to the wayside or not achieve the same kind of push or glory or shine that the star of the team did. We've seen it happen many and many a times. Unfortunately, the example that we use when we discuss tag teams breaking up is Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. One guy goes on to be, you know, the Shawn, and one guy goes on to be the Marty. This is no disrespect to Marty, and I don't even agree with that. I don't like I don't like that because I think it's disrespectful to Marty Jannetty because Marty Jannetty, in my opinion, was a hell of a worker, and that was uh, – Shawn and Marty were a great team. However, you saw what Marty did on – uh, what Shawn did on his own. With the New Day, I don't think we're going to run into this problem because Shawn had a tough of charisma marty not so much in the new day all three of these guys have a boatload of charisma from xavier who might have the most charisma in the group to kofi who's a former world champion and got to be in there with brock lesnar and had a hell of a run heading into wrestlemania to Big E, the guy that everybody has been saying for a long time now has championship pedigree written all over him 
I think things are going to work out just fine for all three of them. The WWE has invested in the team, the New Day, and each one of them individually for a long time though. now. The WWE know that, knows that the New Day works. And guess what, Dave? If it doesn't work, just like rock and roll bands who split up, Motley Crue, when they lost Vince Neil, that didn't really work. And a whole host of other bands out there, when they split up and they get somebody new in the mix and it doesn't work, what do they do? Get back together. Put the band back together. Get the singer back where he belongs. And you know what? They're bigger than ever before because people knew what they didn't have and they felt like they lost out. And now they have it back and it's bigger and better than ever before. And that might be the case here with the New Day. And Bully, like we always talk about the Four Horsemen. The Four Horsemen had every championship title. The New Day doesn't necessarily have to break up because they're on different brands. They could still be the New Day, but Big E represents the New Day on SmackDown. And Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston represent the New Day on Monday Night Raw. There's a lot of different questions that arise from the situation that took place. And, and we'll get into the entire world of pro wrestling. But I think this is the biggest topic that definitely resonates with the fans, Bully, because it goes back to a question I asked Mark. And I want to ask you the same question because you dealt with it with you as one of the greatest tag teams of all time breaking up via the draft. Do you think that the New Day knew about this breakup? Because I'll say this. When you looked at Kofi and Xavier Woods and Big E's faces, when you looked into Big E's eyes, because they did a close-up on Big E when he realized that he was, you know, getting split up with his tag team partners. Do you think that they knew about based on history, based on your knowledge, do you think that they knew that they were getting drafted to different brands? If you're asking me to give you an answer based on my history and my knowledge, I would say the answer is yes. Okay. So they, you think that they knew? Because I will say this, Big E, his eyes, you know, if he knew, he deserves an Oscar after his performance on Friday night. Because, I mean, I got emotional just looking at Big E because it did look like he was losing his best friends, which storyline wise is exactly what's going to what's going to happen but i do think it's going to benefit big e because a great job by the wwe how did they start off the show on friday with a singles match between sheamus and big e in a falls count anywhere match which by the way was absolutely fantastic it reminded people big e is a championship main event material wrestler and i think we're going to see that moving forward on smackdown bully what they did with that match to open up SmackDown is basically tell everybody it's going to be okay. Big E is going to be fine. You fans are going to be fine. Later on the show, we're going to break these guys up, but don't worry. Look how strong Big E is going to look. And later on in the show, Xavier and Kofi won the championships, right? They sure did, yes. So the WWE is telling their fan base, Despite the fact that we're splitting these guys up, one of the most over acts in the WWE in the past, I don't know, five to seven years, whatever it is, um, that we're going to split them up and everything is going to be okay. And just in case things are not okay, 
will put you guys back together. And just like you said, Dave, the reunion sometimes is, uh, most of the time, is bigger, it's stronger, it's more exciting because of the old, the old adage of, you know, don't know what you got till it's gone. And maybe by the new day splitting up for a little while, once they do come back, people will be super excited. And you know what? I'd hold the new day off until fans were allowed back in the arena. Because that is an act that is prime for 20,000-seat arenas. Because right? we've seen it in the past. Without people there to throw the pancakes to and for the New Day to really feed off of, it becomes a different act. Now, you could say that for a lot of acts in pro wrestling these days, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT. But really, with the New Day, they had that kind of connection with the fan base. So let's split them up. Let's give Big E a run, see what he can do with it. We always know that we got Xavier and Kofi over here holding down the tag division. I think it's a, I think it's a win-win for the WWE, even if it doesn't go the right way, because the biggest win they'll have on the back burner is the return and the reuniting of the New Day. Bully, that's a great point that you just made. And the fact that if you're going to do something like this, now's the time to do it, you know, Without a doubt, the New Day are extremely popular. And the fan interaction is off the charts between the WWE Universe and the New Day. Can't do that right now. There are no fans in attendance. You know, can't throw a pancake at a virtual fan. Just doesn't make sense. So if you're going to do something like this, now's the time to do it. Because honestly, if you did it, I think the fans would reject it. The fans are very, very upset. But right now, they have to live with it. And you know what? Now you're going to get more New Day. You're going to get the New Day on Raw, and you're going to get the New Day on SmackDown. Just because they're split up doesn't mean that you're going to get the end of the New Day. And Bully, you made this point last week. Listen, it doesn't mean a lot right now anyway. You know, it's not like SmackDown and Raw are going on completely different routes because there's a ton of live events. As of right now, they have the same home, one on Mondays and one on Fridays, but they're in the same home. So it's not like they're traveling and have different schedules and they're on one side of the world and then the Raw's on the other. That's not what's happening right now anyway. So if you were going to do this, now was the perfect time. Thoroughly agree. And it 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 um it's that shakeup mentality that Vince has. Let me do something with a team that nobody expects and it's gonna get people talking. Trust me, been there, done that, understand how it goes. Um, understand how it goes when it doesn't necessarily work so well. And when you do have to put it back together, it means a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, and I think too, like with the new day. This could be truly like we talked about before, like the Four Horsemen. Maybe when they do reunite and they do get back together, Bully, you're going to have Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston as your tag team champions. And maybe Big E is a Universal or WWE champion. Who knows? I mean, we've seen a lot of that. Kofi is kind of, I think, for the most part, been the star of this team. Kofi Kingston was a main event match at WrestleMania 35. Big E truly hasn't given that opportunity. And I think if there's one guy that deserves a championship run, it would be Big E. Let me ask you this. This question just popped into my head. I know that there was some scuttlebutt a couple of months ago. 
I believe it was Booker who may have said this, and correct me if I'm wrong, that if Big E wants to be contained, if he wants to be taken seriously as a singles competitor, he has to get away from his New Day ring gear and anything that associates him with the New Day. As of right now, with Biggie being uh, drafted to SmackDown and Kofi and Xavier heading over to Raw, did I get that right? Yeah, Xavier. Yep. Yeah, Xavier and Kofi are going to Raw, and Biggie's yep. on SmackDown. Do you think now it's time for Big E to change his look? Uh, I don't know if it's the right time, but they certainly hinted at that, Bully. Again, maybe I'm reading into it. I was actually talking about it with Gabby before the show. It did feel like to me that there was a smidge of Big E where he seemed a little annoyed by the antics of Kofi and Xavier Woods right after his match. Hell, if you have a big singles match and you're the star and you just won and beat Sheamus in a Falls Count Anywhere match where you got brutalized, went through a windshield, got thrown on top of a car, you know, like you probably want a little bit of the spotlight to yourself. Well, now's the time. Now, he, but going back to what you said about Booker, because Booker did say those things. And a lot of people bully, maybe even some people on this show have said he needs to be a little bit more serious, where Biggie says, you know what? I could do both. I could be serious, but I could still be entertaining and funny. So it's going to be interesting to see if he's going to be away from his partners if he decides to go a little bit of a different route. If maybe he takes this single run seriously, and since he's not going to be be with his partners maybe he does change his look maybe he doesn't have the gimmicks maybe he's not going to be as funny because it's going to be a hell of a lot harder to be funny without your without your partners there especially if he's going to be there by himself on smackdown bully knowing how vince mcmahon is about the e in wwe and the e being for entertainment do you think he's going to want big e to be a serious wrestler or do you think he's he's going to want to keep the entertaining aspect of him? Well, I, I would think because of Vince McMahon and the E, he wants the entertainment entertaining aspect. But you're still going to have that with Kofi and Xavier Woods. Maybe with Big E, he can say, you know what? I'm going to make this guy a badass. I'm going to make him serious. What did they do with Kofi? Do you think they could made Kofi, uh, was he a good mixture of both? Was he serious and entertaining? Or was he a lot more serious and a little bit of entertaining peppered in when they needed it to be? He was a good balance of both, but he did get very, very serious in that run with that championship opportunity at WrestleMania 35. I'm not saying that he completely dropped his persona. No, but you saw a lot more of a serious side to Kofi than the fun, entertaining side of Kofi. You said you saw the look in Big E's eyes when that match was over and how Xavier and Kofi were kind of goofing around a little bit and Big E didn't want anything of it, right? You saw a little bit of it. Now, it could have some of it, you know what, boy? I could have been reading into it. Maybe some of that was fatigue from the match that he was just into. But I did see a smidge of like, all right, guys, you know, let's talk about my match that I just had, you know? So... Yeah, and they had, when that match was over, they they he, they hadn't been they hadn't been drafted yet. So I would venture to say that he was selling the seriousness of the match that he had. Now, if this had happened afterwards, 
and they knew that they had got drafted to different brands, I would have loved Big E to turn around to the boat to Xavier and Kofi and go, guys, you're my brothers. I love you. But it's time for me to start taking things a little bit more seriously around here and walk off. Just enough for us to get the switch, the light bulb, the, oh boy, we're going to get the version of this guy that we've wanted to see for so long. You know, it's weird when it, when it, comes, to, when it comes to the fans, Dave, on Twitter, fickle, 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 fickle. Daniel Bryan had the perfect word for them, you know, a year yeah. ago. Um, they've been wanting to see this for so long. So many fans. Oh, Big E, push Big E. Big E, title run. Put the strap on Big E. He's the guy. He's the man. And now they split these guys up. And what are they doing? They're complaining. Hey, everyone. This is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host, Kirk Morrison. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. When it comes to the New Day now being split between Raw and SmackDown, like Rey Mysterio and Dominic are together. You know, we saw the Hurt Business together. The entire group of the Hurt Business, Bully, stayed on Monday Night Raw. When we went through the rosters on Friday with Mark Henry, they had the New Day together. They were together just like the Hurt Business was together. It's like Ray and Dominic were together. It's interesting that somehow, some way, they decided to split them up. And I'm wondering if things are going to come out of what took place on Friday. Maybe even Bully, Biggie, requesting that he be drafted separately from Kofi and Xavier Woods. Yeah, maybe he wants to be... On his own, and that could be, definitely be part of the storyline. Like, they could meet up with him backstage, or he could be on one of the, you know, the KO show or whatever it is, and they could say, hey, listen, Big E, the scuttlebutt was you actually wanted to be drafted. You actually wanted to get away from those guys. Why? And then he can go into his story about he wanted to experience a run like, you know, Kofi, or he wanted to be on his own, or whatever story they come up with. Yeah, you can go that way. Splitting up the New Day is done for one reason and one reason only. Shock and awe. That's it. Shaking things up. Doing something that people would never see coming. Getting people talking. I experienced it myself. (laughs) That's the experience of myself. And that's why I can speak so um, truthfully and honestly to it. Told directly by Vince McMahon, you know? We want to shake things up. Okay. It's not going to work, Vince. Why? Well, you'll see. And he did. And it didn't work. <laughs> but, but Bully, this can. Like you mentioned before, this can. I, you know what? This can and this will. And then you're going to get them getting back together at some point. And like you said, Bully, this is something that you could wait out until there's fans. So you're just going to make Big E 
a bigger star than what he is right now. And when they get back together, it's going to be bigger than ever. Really quick, I want to get into the format of the draft. And I I thought we got some really good matches on SmackDown. I thought SmackDown was very, very good Friday night. I wasn't crazy about the way that they did the draft, where Stephanie just came out randomly throughout and did round one, round two, round three, round four, like rapid fire doing the rounds. You know, uh, Michael Cole mentioned early on the show that uh, Fox executives and the USA executives were back making these decisions. Last year, we kind of saw the war room where the executives were arguing. Unfortunately, they didn't, they only had maybe two or three in the can. So you saw recycled some of the same segments that you saw with the war room. Um, and also probably didn't help Fox that they had, you know, the, uh, the, the Fox NFL robot in the war room as well, making it a little too sticky for a lot of wrestling fans. But not having a war room and not having like quote unquote GMs for each brand kind of took away from the draft. I thought bully. Uh, I didn't have to see that war room. I thought the war room was extremely cheesy and unnecessary. If there was ever a time to bring back an attitude era star or two, I believe last Friday on SmackDown and tonight on Monday Night Raw would have been the time. Now, you know how I am about bringing back guys like Austin, and I'm just going to use his name because he's the one that they, in case of emergency, break glass, no pun intended, always call upon. But I'll be damned that if it wouldn't have been good for a rating fan interest, if the honorary GM for SmackDown last week would have been The Rock and the honorary GM for Raw tonight would have been Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, I'm just going for the biggest names there but you get my point it would have been great to have honorary gms that people are going to want to tune into and and they're picking the rosters as opposed to steph just kind of going up there and okay this name here this name there it's like there's no pomp and circumstance it didn't feel like anything if having the war room was corny then this was just i don't want to say boring it just wasn't nearly as exciting as it could have been And it's not what a true draft or the essence of a draft is. Like, you know, just judging from, let's just say, the NFL draft. Well, maybe SmackDown, if they were able to get the first pick, maybe they would have drafted Drew McIntyre. Well, Raw drafted Drew McIntyre, so now your plan is kind of thrown out of the water, so now you got to change things. When you go rapid fire, that means there's no responsive picks at all. You know, you want to get some of that responsive picks or see some emotion. Like you said, even if it was... Acting general managers, just like, you know, just a disappointment that Raw was able to draft somebody that you wanted. And now you have to make a reactionary pick. You couldn't get any of that because Stephanie McMahon is just rapid fire throwing out the entire first round. Like in in 90 seconds, you have the whole first round of the draft. Uh, Again, I know it's not a perfect science. I know it's it's entertainment. I know in a lot of ways this has already been pre-planned and everything else. But if you want that excitement from the audience, we want to see some of those reactionary picks from the draft. They, they could have given us the best of both worlds. I could have taken what has worked from the draft in the past and, and fast-forwarded and brought it to last Friday night and this Monday. They decided not to go that way. I would have liked a little bit more entertainment. I would have liked immediate reactions from talent. 
I kind of like, I don't like the war room, but I liked what they did back in the day where you saw all the talent in one room. Yeah. From the top, from from main eventers to opening match guys. Great point. Gals. Great point, boy. I mean, to be that's a great point. Other, I mean, obviously we saw the emotions of of the new day because they were in the ring because Xavier Woods and Kofi had just won the tag titles. But yeah, if they if you are in the back and see the disappointment or the excitement more of wrestlers being moved, that would have been a little bit better than just you know once in a while with the interview in the back or things like that. That's a great point, bully. Now, obviously, with COVID, with everything that's going on, you might not be able to get everybody in one place at one time. But why, hell, why not do a big virtual, uh, a big virtual one with at least everybody's face in the company on one of the giant Titan Trons? At least we can get reactions. But yeah, I do love the idea of everybody being together in one room. Like all of the every WWE superstar should have been on SmackDown last week, and they could have advertised every WWE superstar will be in one place in one time for this draft. And then you see them whittled away once they are drafted. Now the remaining people will show up on Monday Night Raw and you get some real reactions and you see people leaving one another and you get other wrestlers, you know, reactions to people leaving. Maybe somebody's laughing at somebody because they know they didn't go. Anything and everything. We don't get that. It's very cold. Unfortunately, it's kind of like the world we live in right now. Everything is very cold. There's not a lot of pomp and circumstance, not a lot of piss and vinegar. There's not a lot of energy because it, we, we don't get real emotion right now. No fans, no real emotion. Wrestlers not playing off of one, each, one another, real emotion. It's a little difficult, and that's what I want to see come back real soon. Hey, everybody, this is Fran Freshella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovich fires it into Mickey, and somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Oh, it's time for the Power Rankings, Bully, and these rankings this week are probably the most diverse rankings that I've ever done here on Busted Open. Pretty crazy, the world of pro wrestling this past weekend, starting Friday night with SmackDown. Uh, the G1 tournament is heating up, and we got some ties on both the A block and the B block. And also, Bully, I'm going to start off with my rankings of something that happened over this weekend that I thought was absolutely awesome, and that is what we saw on Fight TV, Bully, and this played out both Friday, Friday night, all day Saturday, and all day Sunday is the collective that was on Fight TV. And a lot of these shows, Bully, and it was the whole gamut in the world of indie wrestling, a lot of these shows were shows that we were supposed to see WrestleMania weekend. Shimmer 118 was absolutely awesome. Uh, Black Label Pro I watched yesterday. Uh, Effie's Big Gay uh, 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 Buffet. I don't. I think. I'm, I don't think that was the name. Wait, of wait, 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 wait. The show. What, what was that? What it was, was that? It was Effie's Big Gay Brunch. 
that took oh. place this weekend. And the reason I bring up Effie's big gay, I didn't say, I said big gay buffet. We don't have buffets anymore. The big gay brunch bully is F.A. was somebody that was a part of our Get Yourself Over Monday. Somebody else that was a part of your Get Yourself Over Monday was Danhausen on the Black Label Pro Show. Effie and Danhausen were a tag team. So we saw a lot of those indie wrestlers that we had on Mondays over the weekend. Uh, but the big show was the show that ended it all. And that was the show last night in Bloodsport 3, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 3. That was a show that we were supposed to see WrestleMania weekend. And again, this all took place at the Macon County fairgrounds in Indy and at number five was the main event of Bloodsport 3 between Chris Dickinson and my number five John Moxley is trying to choke out Chris Dickinson here Dickinson hanging on what's starting to fade it's over it's over it's over and the match from the week, in my eyes, in a lot of ways, was John Moxley and Chris Dickinson. And John Moxley, this is why I had to put him on my power rankings this week. He's your AEW world champion. As of, as of right now, as far as I know, he's still your IWGP US champion, John Moxley. And yet, he wanted to, you know, really have, I guess, his street cred in the indie world of pro wrestling and showing up and being in the main event at Bloodsport 3. John Moxley, and they talked about it. The commentators told the story. A lot of indie fans thought he sold out. They thought he would do a tour of the indie scene, and then he went right you know, from the WWE to AEW, but there he is as a part of Bloodsport 3 and the biggest indie you know, conglomerate that's outside of WrestleMania this past weekend. And again, that was on Fight. If you want to watch it, go to Fight TV. At number four, four and you've had a we've had a lot of this in my power rankings over the last three weeks and that is the g1 tournament and a big win for my number four this week he's one destino away from putting away his rival and former friend here we go destino oh everything is evil he got him he got him everything is evil Evil at number four. Evil beating Naito. And now it's very interesting, Bully, with the G1 tournament. Because in the A block, you have the head of the Bullet Club, Jay White, with 10 points. And on the B block, you have Evil at number one. Yeah, part of the Bullet Club with 10 points. And also Naito have 10 points. There's a tie between the two in the B block. Things are definitely getting interesting and things are heating up in the G1 tournament. But by the way, you know, English commentary back live on the G1 tournament as well. At number three, we mentioned these two wrestlers to start today's show. And they're also your new tag team champions. Trouble in paradise from Kingston. Xavier Woods going to the top rope. Nakamura is a long way away. He's still got it. Covered by Woods. Hook of the leg. The New Day are seven-time SmackDown Tag Champs. That's right. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, once again, your tag team champions. Still part of the New Day. We don't know what the future of the New Day is, but we have new tag champs. Again, SmackDown tag champs that are moving to Monday Night Raw. At number two, we go back to AEW Dynamite from this past Wednesday. And Cody just hammering down 
it. Brody Lee's he's pouring blood. And Cody hoists him up again. Crossroads. Good God, what a crossroads. Got to be in. Yes. Cody Rhodes in my number two spot, your new TNT champion. By the way, Cody's going to join us tomorrow here on Busted Open to celebrate uh, one year of AEW Dynamite. Cody at number two and at number one. And you know what? You might give me some heat for this. I'm sure the nation is going to give me some heat for this. But to me, it's a celebration that gives us our number one spot. Oh, and now here comes the inner circle getting all involved again. Sammy Guevara barking. Just got knocked off the apron for his trouble. But oh, oh. shoot, it's a fact. That wiped him out. That, I mean, you could see it. Just Good night, nurse. <laughs> JR. Love it. 30 years uh, of a, a career that has given us so many highs. I mean, we took a lot of phone calls on the show Wednesday, Bully, where people put this man as their Mount Rushmore now of what he's been able to do the last few years. And when you look at a 30-year career, and listen, in pro wrestling, careers could be long, but I don't know too many people 30 years in that is doing the best work of his entire career. And we're seeing that with Chris Jericho. Congratulations. Congratulations on 30 amazing years in pro wrestling. So my power rankings for this week at number five, John Moxley at number four, evil after that win over Naito in day 14 of the G1 tournament at number three, your new SmackDown tag team champions with Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods at number two, Cody with his win over Brody Lee in a dog collar match to become TNT champion. And at number one for 30 years of just complete joy, Chris Jericho. You ready? Your thoughts. What do you think my thoughts are going to be? Just curious. I, I I think that you are going to say, you know what, Dave? Spot on. Not only did you deliver your power rankings in a very entertaining way, but I have to say, on a happy Monday, and even though it's a little rainy here on the East Coast, a little, you know, a little damp and a little dank, I completely agree, top to bottom, with your power rankings this week. Look, boss, the plane, the plane. Welcome to Fantasy Island. Aw, great show. Horrible rankings. <laughs> I shouldn't say horrible. I agree with the names like I did last week. I just don't agree with an order. Okay, I'm interested to hear. Cody's one, Jericho's two. Boom, done, see you, bye. You kiss Chris's ass entirely too much. No, and you I make don't. It personal. I give yeah, credit where credit is due. It's not okay. ass kissing so, or so, chasing so the Chris hug, Jericho, it's credit Chris where credit Jericho is due. Chris Jericho beating Luther in a tag match is more powerful or credible than Cody defeating Brody Lee in a dog collar match and becoming the TNT champion again? It's not about that one moment. It's about the 30, 30 years no, of a career, a weekly, bully. It's a weekly power ranking next week it won't be the 30th anniversary of his career this week it was i constantly have to remind you of what this thing that you created is it's a weekly power ranking not my personal favorites it's supposed to be has to have a modicum of credibility if it was my personal favorites cody wouldn't be on the rankings at all oh that's good he's gonna be on tomorrow i'll remind him you said that 
He wouldn't be on the rankings at all. That proves that these rankings, sir, that I put a lot of time and effort into, and Ed Robinson puts a lot of time and effort into cutting up those little snippets of sound that you hear throughout the time I'm giving the rankings. I put a lot of time in, and I put a lot of research in. Hours. Hours. And it's not my personal bias. It's truth. Chris Jericho, 30 years of an outstanding career outstanding career deserves acknowledgement for it and gets the number one spot cody awesome match dog collar match winning the tnt championship is at number two wrong wrong you got it wrong again and i love how you put ed robinson over like oh ed did this he worked so hard he worked he worked so hard. his ass the, off i had to change my right you gotta understand doing, ed robinson I, and I for spoke. a year and you had to put her over for it i put her over all the time believe me nobody no, puts over gabby more than i gabby do did, on this show gabby did gabby they never put you over gabby talk Gab, gabby tell him tell him okay 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 R- relax i'll, I'll okay, talk okay, you don't okay, scream okay. at me to talk jeez um, sure. Yeah. I mean, you've never mentioned anything about me doing the power rankings. Ed got the first shout out. I did it for about eight months. You never Guns really said anything the about sound. that. That's why it was shit. You know, we, we, it'd be, you know, and, and he's on the mat. His shoulders are on the mat. One, two. And then it would be the sound bite would be over because guns couldn't cut tape worth a shit. I, I don't know why that has anything to do with me. Dave. Because you didn't do I it. Agree. Guns did. I'm staying out of poorly, the- by the way. Outstanding job by Ed Robinson with the sound today. That has nothing to do with my five through one power rankings, sir. Luther just like, like Ed Robinson Luther- doing a good job. He, he deserves he deserves the praise. So does the people who are individually on my power rankings for this week. I tell you what, Bully, I'll help you out. I'll say one thing. Ask Dave, is Jericho still number one if he didn't tweet at us? Go ahead. Ask me the question. Is Was Jericho, Jericho still st- number? You want me to ask you? You want to ask your own question? Go ahead. Ask your question. Is Jericho still number one if he didn't tweet at us? Go ahead. Ask the question. No, you can no know the question. Just answer it. The answer is yes, because Ed Robinson will tell you Saturday morning, I, I, I texted him my power rankings and he pulled all the sound and then he had to go and he had to th- throw it in the garbage with the exception of my number one. My number one stayed the same, which was Chris Jericho, even on Saturday before he tweeted at us. And I had to change it. Why? Because I had to include John Moxley after what he did at Bloodsport 3. And I had to, I had Naito in my power. I had to change that because Evil beat Naito day Who 14 of the G1 about tournament. Three, four, and five. You can have your three, four, and five. Yeah, you, you watched can't everything. Say yeah, you, you can't. watched Excuse everything. Me, Who sir? cares? Excuse me, good sir. Chris you Jericho. You can't say my power rankings Luther. are off. You can't say my power rankings are awful when you agree. Once again, this is where this is where I have to take awful. exception. No, you call my power rankings awful, but yet you said that the wrestlers I have in my five are correct. You just just disagree with the order. That doesn't make it horrible. It's a little off in your opinion, may not be perfect in your opinion, but when the same five guys are in your rankings, then they're not awful. They're not horrible. 
You are not, there's no gray to you. It's either one side or the other. There's no gray. It's okay to have a gray area, sir. Gray in wrestling is never good. Black or white. Maybe it's just me, but this is the way I see it. Black hat. White hat. That was Rick Rude, by the way. Uh, yeah, Jericho beating Luther in a tag match is not nearly Don't as sleep strong. Don't sleep on Luther, by the way. And he breaks oh, the ratings. It, it, it was like the highest was rating on, his own. on Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, Jericho beating Luther Over Cody. in a tag match is not nearly as powerful as Cody beating Brody Lee it's in the middle the in a double dog something. collar match and something. winning the TNT championship. Once again, the Dave LaGreca power rankings has turned into the Dave LaGreca, whose ass can I kiss the no. most? rankings that's unfair 30 years of a career needs to be acknowledged and what i am doing sir is i am tipping the cap as they say thank you, you sir the cap for 30 for years three of a hall of fame career last where week. you bet on yourself you and you your did it and you're having the best years hours. of your career in the last few years and people calling in and putting him on the mount rushmore the fucking mount rushmore okay rick flair dusty rose Chris Jericho. Luthez. You are so stubborn. You're so not willing to listen to reason and rationale. My power rankings. Ed Ed Robinson. Ed, what are the name of the rankings? rankings. What are the name of the rankings, Ed Robinson? They're the Dave LaGreca power rankings, correct? Yes, that is their official title. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.